Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. I'm Adam as always, and this week I'm joined by... Uh, Nathaniel Rumpel-Jantz, Editor-in-Chief of Zelda Informer. Colin McIsaac, Managing Editor. I'm, I'm just some dude. That's all you need to know about me. I'm Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jake. Uh, this is the Zelda Informer Podcast, and uh, on it we're going to talk about anything related to Zelda, Nintendo, or gaming in general. It's all fair game. It's a community podcast, so feel free to email us at zeldainformerpodcast at gmail.com with any stories, questions, or uh, topics you'd like us to discuss, and we'll be sure to read them and uh, respond and bring them up on the show. Uh, this week's episode is revolving around uh, Tokyo Game Show, which is just going on now. Uh, how's everybody doing tonight, by the way? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Ah, a little tired, but I just got done with my you know, super long four-hour work day. <laughs> Good to hear. <laughs> Super long. All right. Oh, I'm so, sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you guys have seen the news. Uh, Tokyo Game Show is currently going on. Uh, it's right now right, in the business right. phase. Uh, by the way, this podcast is being recorded on Thursday night, and it's going to be going up on Saturday, just so you know. Uh, by the time this podcast airs, the public section of the Tokyo Game Show will be uh, going on. Uh, but what's come out so far is really interesting in its own right. Uh, Hyrule Warriors has already been confirmed with several DLC, one of which is being uh, free DLC, which yeah. is going to play as three different villains. <laughs> do any of you? You know, I was yeah, kind of surprised can... that they didn't have the villains in the game to begin with. I was with. too. I went. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When they announced like uh, Gerhim and Zant and uh, Ganondorf, I figured that the three Hyrule Warriors villains would be like round out the rest of the like villains cast to have i guess i don't know sort of like a a dual story where you know half the time you play as heroes and half the time there definitely felt like a a weight displacement with the heroes and villains i'm glad they're i'm certainly glad it's free but it's it's definitely cool to be able to play as them uh i think it was just a uh precautionary measure maybe they were still going through some bugs with some of the uh, yeah i mean i do i do know hyrule warriors uh distinctly had a very small development period uh, so it, I, I guess it stands to reason they'd be patched in later on. Yeah, it was within like the year or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I it, it yeah mm-hmm. you you do kind of see it though. Some crazy short amount of time. Yeah, with the uh, the the DLC that's currently coming out, the Hyrule Warriors Master Quest Pack, Twilight Princess Pack, Majora's Mask Pack, and Ganon Pack, you're getting a bunch of new content, which means they really had a lot more ideas than if they had like another year to develop. I'm pretty sure all this would be included yeah. in the base game. Uh, there's going to be new game modes, new characters, two of which from Majora's mm. Mask, which I actually want to talk about. I'm very okay bit. with that. <laughs> and uh, new adventure maps, uh, new weapons, new scenarios, a bunch of, just a bunch of stuff. Uh, the whole thing is actually going for 30 bucks for pre-order right now, uh, 3,000 yen. And uh, you get Darkwing yeah, for it's pre-order. It's also, uh, it, it actually just got announced by Nintendo's Twitter like an hour ago. They're, uh, it's $20 in the US. Oh, really? Really? Awesome. Yeah, okay. They lowered the price for the U.S. Yeah, awesome. I mean, you could buy them all individually, or you could buy the, you know, they're calling it a season pass. Uh, yeah, bucks. yeah. You get the Dart Link stuff right away. Yeah. I actually just bought it my... Oh, it's already up. It's, is it already <laughs> up? Well, I have, the, I have the review copy, so they, they've they released some things oh, okay. early. Um, oh, like so... I, like, I have the day have one the, update already. Do you um, have the DLC, or do you have just no, the, the, the No, the DLC itself doesn't come out. Until well, no, I know later. that. But yeah, no, I have Dark Link. Oh, nice. Is he count Sweet. as a villain or yeah. is he just I a skin of Link? He, he's a skin. Okay, of Link. same voice, same everything. I saw him and he looks fantastic. Yeah. No, nothing changes. It's just a skin. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Which it, it's cool, interesting, it's like um, given how Dark Link um, is actually kind of in the story mode itself. Isn't he like summoned by Sia or something? Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, he. Sorry. Like, <laughs> spo- spo- spoiler warning. I um, for those uh, listening. I know some a lot of our European fans will probably already have the game, but I uh, I had the review copy, so I've I've played the the hell out of that thing. Yeah, um, yeah, they have the demo set up. <laughs> the, the whole game is spinning in my mind. I I literally can't go a moment of my day without thinking about how Warriors right now. <laughs> and uh, no, the there's there's a lot I could talk about, um, but when it comes to like the Darkling thing, it really surprised me they've made that a costume because in the story, uh, like Sia. Makes Dark, you know, Darkling kind of resemble um, a little bit like he did in Ocarina of Time, right. where you're, you're you're fighting against your dark self um, because you're kind of fighting against your own ambitions. Cause yeah, Link is super. Cocky. Yeah, I, it like super super. It cocky. just dawned on me like not too long ago the reason you fight Darkling because in the manga he faces off with Darkling in the Shadow Temple, which stands the reason. But it didn't occur to me until pretty recently that the reason he's in the Water Temple is because it's supposed to represent reflection. And uh, it's surprisingly deep, because Ocarina of Time, I mean, you could say what you want about it, but it wasn't necessarily story-driven so much. I mean, the plot was definitely there, and the plot was solid enough, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't imagine something so subversive as something like that, you know what I mean? Right. The gameplay was more directed by the plot with the, uh, the, like, the barriers that were set up, uh, just to make sure that the player would stay within certain areas. A lot of it had to do more with the story than anything else. Like, oh, you can't go here until you've talked to this person and this person and gotten this special pass from this person or this item to get here. So, yeah, I definitely see what you mean with the story not really being as important as in other uh, yeah. Legend of Zelda games. And, and it really right. had that, that correlation. It, it was just really interesting because um, it's actually one of my favorite parts of the story. Um, basically, Link pulls the Master Sword and he just gets cocky as shit. Um he he he's he, he's basically you know as soon as he pulls the master sword they say like oh he's just wiping our hordes by the hundreds you know he kind of sounds like uh, William Wallace in the Braveheart. Movie. Are we talking about Hyrule Warriors you know, or Ocarina? Oh, uh, I, I heard yeah okay. Hyrule Warriors. You know I heard you know he takes out hundreds of men with fireballs from his eyes and stuff. Um, like Link just gets super freaking cocky. He's just he's just like staring. He's yeah. like Cyclops. He's just shooting people with laser beams from his eyes while screaming yeah. and holding it, the, the yeah. master sword. Yeah, and, that, and that's how he actually this ends up fighting absurd. Dark Link is because he kind of abandons his friends and thinks he could just do everything himself. Wow. Um, and that's and that's how Sia captures him to fight against mm-hmm. several different versions of Dark Link. <clears throat> well, not different versions, just you know, several of them at a time. That's a, that's surprisingly complex for Hyrule Warriors. I was I was reading the Western yeah, reviews. Yeah, it's actually the story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like like I my review. Um, I know I said the story itself. Uh, you know, it's nothing too spectacular. Yeah, that's the general um, consensus of it. Right. But but there are little interesting things, like the whole Link getting really cocky. Um, and basically the backstory for Sia and the and Link has a lot more personality mm-hmm. than really any other, um, you like, say? like a Zelda game would have for a typical villain or a typical yeah. right. uh, Link. But the rest of the story, like, you know, the stuff, you know, with Darunia and, uh, which I just totally butchered that name. That's about um, it. That's how yeah, I pronounce it. Is it? Yeah, Dude, I'm terrible. <laughs> and I say everything the right. That's one thing I hate so. about games. Even if I don't like, know that's how to say it, that's how to say it. See, so the one time I butcher it and think I butchered it, I didn't. Yeah. And when I do butcher it, I think I said that's it right. That's one thing I hate about <laughs> games where you, you have to read. There's no voice dialogue. Like to so, this day, I still like the Pokemon. I have so many like arguments about how they're pronounced. Like it, people tell me it's Sceptile, like Trico's final one, but I call it Skeptile, and I've been calling that for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> well, you're just a skeptic, aren't you? Oh, Adam. 
clever bastard. Uh, but yeah, oh, I, you. I, I really like that. It, it, I just like that they actually made Dark Link. Like, just because once you get past the story mode, the story mode's only like maybe a quarter of the entire Hyrule Warriors right. game. Um, right. So, like, the, the rest of the game is very open to having everything possible that you could think of to throw in just because they want to. Um, and I guess I can understand, you know, uh, like you said, like Jake said, there's, you know, they had a short development time, so that's probably why Sea of Volga mm-hmm. and uh, Wizard didn't make it, it does, in. Yeah, but it does explain a. They could kind of use the. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. No, he did. No, I was going to say, they can kind of use the excuse, um, and the reason that they could probably get away with it is just because they are the only ones in story mode that you don't get a chance to play as. Yeah. So they don't Makes have it a, little more coveted. a reason. Yeah, like it doesn't make. There's no real reason. Like once you beat Sia, that's it. That's the end of the story. Uh, to be honest, her. though, I didn't. Ex- I'm not exactly going in wanting to play as uh as all the other like. Crap, I can't remember her name. The blue haired girl, Lana. Sorry. L- Lana. Yeah, I'm, I'm more there for like Lana, the characters yeah, that I do like know that. from the Zelda lore. And um, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, the only reason I even like Lana is because of the the, the Deku. Yeah, that's a pretty awesome move. Um, attack. Which they could have given to Sarah. They're so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh. From what I know about the story, I really like Lana, and from what you're saying, it sounds like they really focus yeah, more yeah, on the characters yeah. than the actual plot. The, the plot, they focus the plot on making characters very, more uh, detailed and it, developed. It's very bare yeah, yeah, it's just sort of there. Um, the, char- the character have a reason nice. for these three. Words. But I don't mind that if the characters are interesting. Yeah, the the, the yeah. reason's kind of weak. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, it's there, but it's, it's that's more. It literally that's is m- just straight ripped out of. Hey, look, um, three. There's three parts to the Triforce, so we're gonna split things in three and make you go. Collect things to yeah. put it oh, back together. Oh, so that's so that's why it's Skyward Sword, <laughs> Twilight Princess, and even okay. then, yeah, I'm well, not, except that it's not except oh, that it's that's not the such tri- a rare, yeah, yeah, yeah it's I'm not, not really, crazy about it's it. Not either. Really the I know the main reason. It's they could have they could have just admitted, look, this isn't a game about a story. This is a game about beating <laughs> shit up as Zelda characters go crazy, and it would have been well, less. This is, yeah, yeah. This, is a, this is a love letter to the. It, this is a it love is. letter to the, the Zelda franchise. It's not about the story. It's more about like, look, it we is, put but it's scope still like. But you can tell it bothers me a little bit. Just, like, uh, I know the main reason that they went for those three games specifically is because they have recent 3D like, like references that they can work with, as opposed to games like A Link Between Worlds, which just came out, and uh, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely would have appreciated some uh, fan service there. But it. it it went for these three because well, they had. Right, it was oh, easier yeah, for definitely. the developers. I feel that's why I was so impressed. Like when they were finally announced, like there's a Majora's Mask pack. I was like, oh, oh god, yes, please. <laughs> right. Well, but that's the thing. I feel like you can Maybe tell that I they tried so hard to make everything exactly yeah. even that they kind of like pulled thing. They kind of like really had to force some stuff, and they really had to cut back on some other stuff, like. You know, they have three characters from each of those three games, mm-hmm. but I think everyone in the entire Zelda fan base would have preferred to have Skull Kid over uh, And no one would care that it's Agatha. one Majora's Mask character well, and only well, two, two Twilight Princess characters. Well, and, 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 and that kind of gets Mask. into the whole, and, um, you know, I, I'm not going to say that they so much as went to say, hey, we're going to cut some stuff out of the game and put it as... Yeah, well, yeah, right, I don't but want to say that out of Nintendo. No, of but, course they but, didn't. But, I mean, they, you know... Warriors games always have DLC, right. and obviously they have a plan for it. And, and it yeah. could have just been one of those things they decided early on: hey, we're not really going to touch Majora's Mask like characters or world. We're just going to be like, hey, you know what? We'll, we'll concentrate on that after development and do DLC. Right, for right. Because they could shoehorn actually, that in throughout. What, what really time. floors me, though, actually, 
if you look at the, uh, yeah, yeah. the Majora's Mask DLC pack, I wonder who those are. Majora, a new adventure yeah, map. <laughs> well, you know, I just heard with the, with the character with the characters they chose from Twilight Princess. Um, I, I don't know that there is a for sure. Yeah, it really threw me off uh, because uh, I, those packs. Okay, if it's anyone but Skull Kid and Tingle, I will be absolutely shocked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was too. I was, I'm curious as to who the second one would be. I would be surprised. I'm surprised that. Of course. Like, if, if Skull I can tell, not the first one's going to be Skull Kid. Oh, it has yeah. to be Skull Kid. I will be broken inside. <laughs> and then they are totally Skull Kid's trolling. definitely going to be. Can't call, be, can't call the even. DLC Majora's Mask DLC and not have Skull Kid. So, one thing that's really right. throwing me off, though, is uh, one of the packs yeah. is titled Michael's like just Twilight Princess, one. and I would imagine they'd want to branch out a little bit more. I was expecting something more in the vein of Wind Waker, because they have more to work with there. Yeah, exactly. But... I think I think uh, even like spirit tracks mm, or mm, like well, even just like a handheld pack with like Yuga and Burn and like. Well, see, this goes back to that, like, my original thought on why they chose the games they did, and you know I know Skyward Sword works against it a bit, but they kind of chose games that their art styles kind of all go together. Right. Yeah. 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 And the Wind Waker, like they did the Wind Waker with some of the story yeah. panels, and I'm pretty sure that's but, you know, and they put the item in the game, and that in mm-hmm. the Deku Leaf, but it's kind of one of those. The art style of the characters doesn't match. They'd have to completely redesign the I character mean, if they want to fit it in the. In right. The no, I completely agree. But the thing is, is that even Smash Brothers made it work by like moving away from cell shaded and more of an airbrushed art style. So it would still be cartoony in its own sense. Like, what are these two links with drastically different head sizes doing? But it still would have been more preferable. Oh sure, <laughs> and given what and given what the game is, well, I, don't I don't know. It would have, it's not even so much about seen? the art style, but just like the, the entire premise of Hyrule Warriors kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah, anymore if you have a guy who's the same character. Toon Link and Link are the same age, by the way. Uh, uh, who's half as tall and twice as wide. That really depends on what game, though. Like he's the same as Young Link from Ocarina of Time, but that that varies. No, he's yeah, he is same age. Yeah. That's this. This you is a debate that's been covered over and over again. We won't. We won't do it in the podcast. I couldn't do. Didn't they say but no? F- Toon Link is sixteen. Okay, or around uh, there. Wind Waker Link is sixteen. Like for real. Like definitely. Around there. Yeah, something well, like that. He's like, dude. He's young Link. Yeah. That's the whole point. It's like he puts on Look the sixteen. He no, does there, Ocarina there, time there, cosplay. There have been several debates Link... about this. We're not going to cover it here. Oh, but see, oh, but just only... look at afterwards. Look I at thought... it. We can have another episode. Okay. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll wait. We, we, we could. We could. But I just. I just want to leave it with. There actually was an adult design for Link in Wind Waker. Yeah, he was gonna age in the game. So like, like that was a, a feature they wanted to go for. Is like having. I, I just want to throw that out there. I know that there, there's debate and there's been official word that you know he's 16 or whatever, but I don't think his design was it, ever. It definitely doesn't reflect age. a 16. Oh no, I'm so sure it was. Anybody get that mad? But anyways, <laughs> all right, all right, we get we could debate about Wind Waker. Oh no, not at all. Another podcast when we don't have as much to talk mm-hmm. about. <laughs> My uh, one of the characters I could have seen them using in uh, Hyrule Warriors is Ravio. From, that would have uh, been pretty Worlds. cool. He definitely has a massive arsenal. Yeah, possibly. Because of, like... Well, the question I a, have is... Uh, a Hilda skin. We, we know what I these think. DLC packs are coming out, so we know yeah. uh, that there's, there's what, I think, three new characters we could debate about, um, or debate on what that new... Because uh, they're adding, like, it looks like a new battlefield. Adding, yeah, for each pack, it seems uh, to. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm Except for the Ganon. Well, no, they're, they're adding new things to Adventure oh. mode, which is good, but, like, like they're yeah, adding, like, a whole scenario. Three maps. Yeah, are being added. Yeah, they're adding a brand new scenario for one of the the Master Quest pack, I think. Oh, that's yeah. okay. Because when and I first saw the title, it was Uda Zelda, and I was like, uh, so I guess that's yeah, Master, which I knew it was oh. Master Quest working. Yeah, back, so. yeah. So I think they're adding one whole new like scenario, which to me is a whole new battlefield, like from story mode kind of thing. Okay. And then 
they're adding, you know, all the other ones are add additions to Adventure Mode. Like, they're adding the maps. So I'm guessing that just like in Adventure, how Adventure Mode works um, currently for Legend of Zelda, it'll just work the same for the other game's maps. Okay. And that's actually huge because Adventure Mode already takes a long time. So right. They're already adding a lot of gameplay right So, yeah. Uh, how many... I, I, this game is if I can massive. ask, and I, I guess spoilers, kind of, uh, how many hours would you estimate the, the campaign itself is? Uh, it took me... Oh, let me see. According to my Wii U, it took me 13 hours. Really? That's not half bad. Um, but, I, you know, th- there's... And, and the Wii U is actually really good about this. Like, it tries to cut out the time, because there was more time, because I spent so much time taking screenshots. Right, and right. Things, um, and writing down some notes for the walkthrough. But, um, you know, the Wii U had me clocked at 13. It, it, it supposedly, I read that Wii U cuts out the time when you hit the home button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... It, it, yeah, apparently 13 hours of gameplay is what it took me. Now, that was the first time through, um, and, you know, and, and I'd rushed I rushed some of the things. I, I didn't get all the Skatulas the first time through. Right. Um, so there's things you could do that adds to it. And then when you beat it, um, like, there's a whole new set of Skatulas that pop up, so you have to replay the whole mode again. Yeah, yeah. Um, to get yeah. to be honest, I was, so, I was a little scared, to be honest. I know this is jumping gears a little bit, but uh, we, we, know, we knew the Famitsu, like, uh, reception for it quite a while ago because obviously came back it came out in japan like a month ago and it was like nines across the board right. i'm a little skeptical of Famitsu though because i feel like they uh you know japanese games are you know japanese players american players they have different tastes and styles so uh, when the western reviews came out and were a little right. bit more critical i was a little bit cautious of what to expect uh but i mean the first ones that come out were like polygon and i can't remember what else but i remember polygon and this might just be me but i feel like Polygon was really They're harsh, very harsh. Like, they gave Ground Zeroes a 5. And, uh, I mean, say what you will about Ground Zeroes, that is not a 5 out of 10. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I read some of the other reviews, and I, I'm much more pleased. It's it's roughly, like, I'd say 73 on Metacritic, which isn't too bad. But the thing is, is that I find that... Better than Destiny? Yeah, fuck. Dude, <laughs> I could talk hours about how annoyed I am with Destiny, but I, get, <laughs> I don't think this is that yeah. kind of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of. Are, are we allowed to talk about Destiny? Is that are we? <laughs> no, I, we, we should. I we honestly, should keep I honestly have something I would like to say about uh, Metal Gear in particular go, on well, this podcast. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, if, if that's for now, since or you, since you mentioned it, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, because uh, Kojima was also at Tokyo yeah, Game he, Show, oh, yeah. and uh, yeah, and uh, they announced something that made me just take a do a spit take. Uh, <laughs> There's going to be a clothing line for Metal yeah. Gear. What? Yep. Shoes, accessories, and all the, like, camouflage-focused and features the... Dude, I want that logo. phone case. Um, <laughs> they- there's going to be a PS4. Why are they making figure. a clothing line and the first thing they release is not a hat that's just a gigantic box? <laughs> you, know what they, you know what they release, though? What? Snake's prosthetic arm. The red arm from Metal Gear Solid. That's sick. You can that's buy cool. one. That's pretty damn cool. I think that's hilarious because you can slap people with snake's hand now. <laughs> Will it light my cigars? Exactly. Um, yeah. Anyway, the, the, the thing I'm kind of curious about, though, care. with the yeah, I know that. <laughs> no, oh, for the for the listeners. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, the thing I'm sort of curious about with uh, Hyrule Warriors is who the character in the Twilight Princess pack yeah. is going to be. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I have an idea, and I guess it came out like almost ten years ago. So, spoiler territory is <laughs> you don't need to worry about it anymore. I feel like it might be the full like Twilight form. Yeah, of the Twilight Midna. Princess Midna. 
But it might be weird to have a second. I mean, of I it. guess further spoilers. If you have um, Zelda Sheik, so I wonder then, who else it you know, could what's be. the harm? Wait, are hold on, hold on. Quick oh, question. Yeah, but at least at least she's like. Quick disguised. question. Are Zelda and Sheik like? Can you play as them at the same time, or is that kind of like the game won't let you, or does it care? Uh, story mode, <laughs> no. Um, like spoiler the warning. Yeah, well, that's yeah, what we meant. Spoiler the like, warning. They're they're the same character. Um, which is why I absolutely hate the story for the first quarter of it. Sheikah and Zelda are the same character. <laughs> the first part of the story is all see, you're trying to find Zelda because you think she's captured. Yeah, and yeah. Zelda's with see, you the whole time. So it's like what they really the could have made a twist with that because, like, as you guys know, Smash Brothers, Zelda and Sheikah are different characters. So I, I, they, I, I can see why they'd want to move away from that, especially since this is a different like incarnation of Zelda than it was in Ocarina of Time. So it could have just been a Sheikah warrior named Sheik, and Zelda could have just been Zelda. Well, they could have pulled a real trick and just, like, basically redid the whole, like, oh my god, Sheik and Zelda are the same person thing a second time, like, 15 years later, so that the little kids who haven't played Ocarina of Time, but are playing Smash Bros. and um, Hyrule Warriors, can, like, play Smash Bros. and be like, oh my god, Zelda and Sheik are my favorite characters, and then play Hyrule Warriors and be like, well, that's... And see, that, that, that is how Hero Warriors does it, though. Like, it pretends oh, you well, don't then know. Oh, everything's perfect. Yeah, it pretends <laughs> that you don't even know that they're the yeah, same Yeah, and character. even, like, in Smash, to jump okay. gears a sec, I really respect that they're different characters now, not just from a competitive standpoint, but just because those two characters have become so desynced. Like, they're, they're, they're not even yeah. the same person anymore. I know they use, like, the Twilight Princess well, draft Sheik's... of Sheik, and that's fine, but... Almost Sheik's entire identity is Smash Bros. <laughs> at this point. Like... She's there in Ocarina of Time, and I guess now she's there in Hyrule right. Warriors. But if not for her appearance in Smash Bros. Melee, like, everyone would have kind of forgotten I lost my she. nine-year-old mind when I played as Sheik in like, well, Melee. Well, I mean, <laughs> that, that's pretty typical, I mean. Kind of like how some people think that Martha and Roy are the Smash Dude, Brothers. Are Martha and Roy in the same game? Like, is that, is that how Fire Emblem works? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure Roy is in with Lucas, and Ness is in the same game as Martha. I'm Martin. pretty sure uh, Roy is Martha's younger brother. And they have a sister named Salmon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, but yeah, um, th- that's actually a good transition. Why don't we talk a bit about Smash Yeah, I'm Bros. fine with it. There's plenty uh, yeah. to talk about. Oh, yeah, that, a few that, things came the out. The demo came out. And the, no, I uh, hate Smash Bros. The demo comes out. Well, the demo will be out by the time this is out, and a bunch of us have played it, yeah. obviously, because of the Platinum yeah. member thing. I had that. W- I had uh, first it. off, maybe... maybe uh, what do you guys think about that Platinum member demo idea that Nintendo uh, it's pretty good. I'm, like, trying to register everything I have now to be a Platinum member because I don't know what they're going to do next. Like, I got mine from a, an old Animal Crossing friend who's, like, fucking awesome. By the way, that was for you, Adam, so you have to censor it later. I'm just making your life more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's pretty fantastic. I'm trying to register as much stuff as I can. And, uh, like... Yeah, I mean, I think it was a great move for marketing. Oh, yeah. And, you know, just as Jake is saying, trying to register everything you can, and also, like, you get people talking on forums, on social media, about the Smash Bros. demo codes, and all of a sudden, everyone's, you know, when everyone's trying to get it, everyone's posting about it, everyone else is finding out about it. So it's a good a marketing technique, and it's a good Nintendo? technique for, like, sorry, building sorry to interrupt. consumer uh, loyalty. But do you guys think those, uh, no, those, those questionnaires they make you fill out for those extra points, do you think they actually read them, or, like, sort of skim... Because, like, for my for my Pikmin 3 one, I got a little scathing, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, I hope someone reads it. <laughs> I liked it, but I had my problems with it. 
I'm sure they do in some respects. Like, there's always that question that you know they ask you in uh, your own words. You know, to give 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 permission to possibly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. They do ask. Like, they, they must be reading. You know, or at least have people assigned to reading. Yeah, because I, I imagine they just like yeah. use the multiple choice. Otherwise, ones and, if yeah. nobody was like reading or checking them, then there's no point in having yeah. them in the first place. Because then there's nobody to, to sort of like outside of have, the general, like the general button answers where they just. Compile. But it feels right. like at some like, point you just your you opinion becomes a whisper in a windstorm. You know, like how do they have time? Oh, I'm sure it does. But you know, if if everybody gives similar opinions, like oh, Kirby Triple Deluxe was good, but it was not long enough, then ultimately. You know, if of if ninety percent of people in the survey say that, and then the treehouse guys yeah. read that, and then tell Nintendo of Japan, you know, the next Kirby game needs to be longer. Right. There's then maybe you know after all that's happened, already unlikely. There's then like a ten percent chance that Nintendo. I hope they listen. do because I had some stern <laughs> words about the Mario Kart Eight roster. I. <laughs> I was oh, like, yes. I, I love it, but I there's ten turtles, two alloys, and five babies. Why? Yeah, that was basically and why my, is Peach my... like four four characters? <laughs> this game so is all just babies and turtles. <laughs> why do we have four different versions of Peach? I don't and mind Mario? like I don't mind costumes. I think Cat Peach and Pink Gold would have been cool costumes, and they definitely know how to do it with yeah, but, Yoshi and like, Shy Guy. Yeah, the way they now. did the, the Yoshi colors, not with like separate spots on the roster. The way to do costumes is the way Smash Bros did it with. Uh, I guess this is still spoiler territory because. We're not. It's not out yet, so some people are still avoiding it. But there's a certain character that has seven different costumes, no alternate colors. Yeah, just yeah, seven that costumes, was very impressive, and that's the way to do it. But we uh, we can save the last couple minutes of the podcast to talk about spoilers. If you yeah, guys wanna... we'll, we'll get more into that. But personally, I think that. the best way to handle costumes is uh, I don't know if you guys played All Stars because not too many people really did. They really had a good grip on costumes because what it was is like. You, after you'd select your character, you would move the D-pad up or down to change costume and left and right to change palette. And I think that was really good. And like, as opposed to having to like flip through over and over till you get, because Little Mac has sixteen goddamn costumes, and like, how, how do you find the one? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> sorry, Adam, you got to censor that too. I have to censor a lot of things. Fuck! 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, you know what's you know what's interesting. I thank you. Oh, did you want to talk? What did you? Sorry, <laughs> I'm talking to someone in the room. I, who, someone I, say something, please. I, okay. What? So how about those but, Pikmin movies that are coming out? <laughs> I'm down for it. I hope there's like English. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm really excited. What's coming Pikmin out? Movies by Miyamoto. Uh, these short films. Yeah, they're they're getting into like cartoon territory. So Pikflix with Pikmin, yeah. <laughs> Which I think is really great. I think Pikmin is like perfectly suited for a, oh, an animation definitely. sort of Pikmin. Gig. Pikmin's very very cutesy and charming. You know they they can totally they can totally market the hell out if of it. If the red one isn't sassy, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Everywhere. What about what? <laughs> no, the purple one has to be sassy. <laughs> He's spicy. Yeah. Or it's spicy. Uh, one more thing I saw recently about Smash Bros. that I thought was kind of like messed up was that uh, Snake wasn't even considered for the new one. Yeah, like Sakurai didn't even have cover. it in his head. The only thing I'm yeah, the only thing I'm equally passionate about when it comes to Zelda is Metal Gear. So like that that really hit home to like find out it wasn't even considered. I don't know. It kind of makes sense to me. Snake is really a PlayStation he exclusive is, character. But at the same time, it's it kind of reminds me of characters like Ness like and Captain Falcon. Where at this point they're more like Smash Brothers like trophies as they are their like F Zero or Mother, 
You know, they they they're more. I, but I don't know. Snake is. I mean, Metal Gear Solid is still oh, yeah. like a yeah, very it's strong not so series. Much the case Mother that, and F Zero. I, I still of... would have liked because it, he is he, he was a Smash. Yeah, no, I I appreciate the sentiment. Yeah, I definitely he's, get he it. is like so much Nintendo in that he was in Smash Brothers. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, I, mean, I guess. I don't. I don't. I, I like Colin. I kind of understand why he wouldn't even be considered. You know. Yeah. Yeah. The, the last. The last. Metal Gear game was what, what? Didn't they put Snake Eater on the? 3DS? Yeah, and even that then, like, that's not Solid time. Snake. And before that, it was like ten years before Twin that. Snakes. Like, yeah, Twin Snakes. And now there's like the whole David Hater, Kiefer Sutherland debacle, and I I don't know. I feel yeah. like having David Hater had been. I mean, the worst. I just I understand. I feel like Snake was lucky to be in Brawl in the first place, yeah. and I don't even know how they decided. Snake. Oh and yeah, there's actually a neat story behind that. Well, it's, Kojima and Sakurai are, they really are good, good friends. friends, and Kojima really wanted him to be mm. in Melee, but Sakurai was like, "Sorry, man, we're way too far." But even even preceding that, like, uh, but he let it happen for Brawl. But even preceding that, like, apparently uh, Kojima came on record and said the reason he even wanted him in Smash in the first place was because he would play Smash Brothers with his son. And his son was like, hey, Dad, why isn't Snake in Oh, it? that's right. And he was like, I must do this now. <laughs> <laughs> For my son. I'm sad about being gone. What? <laughs> For my son. All of them? Son, sons of the Patriots. Uh, ice Climbers being cut out because uh, of the 3DS. I know, I know. And I respect Sakurai sticking to his guns. I don't see why he didn't just do, like, Popo. Yeah, there was a rumor saying, yeah, like, only not. one would return and the other would be an alt, and that would have been okay. Uh, but there was, like... Yeah, that would have been okay for us. That didn't happen. Well, I think this gets back to the whole, uh, you know, people seem to be okay that, it, like, if Smash and 3DS and Smash Wii U had some different characters, it seems like most fans would have been okay yeah. with that. So it's kind yeah. of goes back to that decision of why even make them have to be exactly the same, knowing right. that the 3DS that's, can't That's one do of my biggest concerns. Well, see, but this goes back to the thing about... Well, but this goes Good. back to, like, DLC Wait a minute. Maybe Ridley like, was too big for the files dude, size I'm, of the 3DS. That argument. Can we talk about that argument for a second? Okay, because goddamn Ridley was the same Ridley size as Samus big. in the first game. Bowser was, like, 40 times Mario size in Super Mario Sunshine. And Pikmin is, is smaller... Or, I'm sorry, Olimar is smaller than a battery. So, I, I, I hate that argument. I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying because, like, the file size of Ridley might have actually been <laughs> too large. Let's, let's just, uh... Sit back and let Adam and Jay keep going at it for a while. This is entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like slowly driving Jake into like a, a violent rage. No, but I, I kind of did foresee kind of a uh, you know the whole Alonzo thing. You know, you play as Ridley, someone else will probably appear in the. But I don't I don't mind as much. I think I think Leave Ridley does me. deserve a slot. But if it's not, as long as it gets some representation, yeah. it's okay. A little part of me was actually kind of worried. Well, see, that, I think uh, like Nintendo has kind of late. Like, Adam and I talked about the car, like, a few weeks ago, uh, that Sakamoto, the dude who did Metroid, like, all together, he, he created it, I, he, he kind of vaguely said that Metroid Prime, he it was long believed that he said it was decanonified, but he said it was more kind of like its own thing, so to speak. It's kind of like a sub-story, but it still is in the main canon. So I was worried that, like, Dark zero Prime references would have been made, but then I was like, okay, so Dark Samus is an assist, they, they still care. Because Prime did basically outclass. Well, other yeah, end. I mean, Prime basically revived oh, the franchise. Time. You know, people oh. think of Metroid at this point. I I think it's safe to say most people think of the Prime as the definitive. Well, like, yeah. that's no and surprise. The, the very first yeah. Metroid Prime game is the single most popular game. Oh, in the it's, series, it's, so. it's definitely up there. Yeah, uh, it doesn't hold up so well on the Wii. <laughs> I got the trilogy, and I was like, 
fucking I sensor bar. I just want to shoot the guy. <laughs> I think it's better on the Wii. I suck there, so bad. There are some processing shooters. problems because it's it's massive. Pointing to shoot, I think, is amazing. Uh, <laughs> See, this gets into the whole debate of like, do you like Skyward Sword controls or do you hate Sky? I could take it or leave it, but I know the demise fight it drove works me perfectly. insane. Like I like. Especially those goddamn enemies with the uh, the electric shields, and they keep like moving him. Cause it wasn't my fault. I was just trying to hit their weak spot, but I'm dying to their shield. I am dying to a defense mechanism. Okay, maybe you just <laughs> suck at Metroid. This is we're not. <laughs> <laughs> it, the well, truth has finally come out. I don't know. I I <laughs> don't get me wrong. I do love the Wii Motion Plus. Um, it, it is significantly better. Like, the, the Zelda experience on the, uh, Nintendo Land was one-to-one -one beyond belief. It was, it was amazing. What do you, so what do you guys think about, though, about, uh, DLC for Smash Bros? Because we're um, talking about, like, uh, you know, Ice Yeah, Cloud Adam is not a DLC fan at all. <laughs> really? I am a firm anti-DLC that's paid uh, well, for. Well, okay. I, I have uh, my... Even if it's just okay, extra okay, content, which is what it would be Here in Smash Bros. Well, with Smash Bros. especially, I don't know if you know this, but I'm, I'm part of Orlando's uh, Smash mm -hmm. scene, which is one of the biggest competitive scenes for Smash Bros. in the country. Um, so oh, yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, a bit, not, it's kind of I'm a big deal. Like, game, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of top tier. Like, not a big deal or anything. <laughs> I'm just no, messing with I, you. No, I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm just messing with you. Go on, go on, go on. <laughs> I, I mean, I play against yeah, some people yeah. that are really good, and just like this game is kind of it, important to this community, mm -hmm. so I, I think that DLC is kind of a betrayal. But why? I mean, that's what I'm. That's what yeah. I'm curious about. Because is then why it's like, you think oh, that? I don't have the DLC character, so you can't. Play yeah, this, this is kind of. Well, but if it's on, if it's in a competitive scene, of course they. Oh will yeah, like the one DLC thing, characters. one argument I commonly make with with Smash Bros. in general is people's like people common commonly pitch a fit when the new one comes out and X character is changed in some way. And I'm like, and this might not be a popular opinion, but I strongly feel that if you consider yourself an adept competitive player, then you should be able to adapt. Like that should be a tool in your arsenal. Is like. You know, I yeah. don't like Zero Suit Samus's up B now, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get good with it. I'm gonna like evolve with it. So like when right, I like Snake uh, Link's new um, new dash. Uh, yeah, that's I like a it problem. A lot. His, his that's a problem though, Jake. When you get to like um, to like Smash Bros. Four and three of your mains yeah, were cut. Yeah, dude, I know the feeling. I was actually really good that's with a... Ice Climbers Wolf and like uh, <laughs> and they're all gone. Luke, yeah, yeah. They weren't my name. Well, it's, Wolf it's, was. My heart's broken. I'm actually, I mine, Ivy Sword, Wolf, and Lucas yes, for me. I, I got pretty good with everyone, um, but like, I to be honest, I'm actually. Oh, you got really is, good with everyone. <laughs> Look out. Okay, I wasn't so great with some characters. Oh, I wasn't good with Jake. the Rocky no, you're, or no, you're the best with every character. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, is that oh speaking of the roster, and I guess we won't spoil the full roster or anything, but obviously characters got cut, and the thing that like I don't think it. The developers really realize how much it'll bother people, but the main reason I think it is is because we go without a new entry for years, so char so characters become like really like popularized and like oh this character is my main, and when you only yeah. have that for years, then you're gonna obviously that's the f you'll notice who's gone more than you'll notice who's here, you know. So right. I do miss Wolf. I think it's kind of a shame that they cut him because they're trying to revitalize Star Fox. I mean, there's a new Star Fox game coming on 2015, and he's the iconic villain. I think Wolf Wolf and does. I think Wolf oh, deserved oh, the spot he, more he than Falco. Very much deserved a spot. I am. Maybe I know I'm Falco, in the minority but... there, 
But screw like Falco. An entire competitive <laughs> screamed at our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Cutting off box. You got a tech wave dash. Lol. Yeah. L canceling. Did he even L cancel? Get back. I'll dash dance all of your. Adam, are you making fun of yourself? I'm from Orlando. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, I I'm pretty good with every character. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about me, but. I follow the competitive scene. I will miss the characters are cut. I, yeah. I strongly just don't believe that Wolf will come back just because he's a trophy. And I feel like that'd be complicated because they want you to right. play classic to earn the trophy, so I don't know how that would work. Maybe they'd like change well, right. the it's trophy to be different, like maybe to be Panther. But see the thing is also Ice Climbers are also a trophy. Uh, and I would feel I would expect that, <laughs> that the first DLC characters to come out would be the ones who are like yeah, yeah, besides yeah. like the ones who actually Sakurai doesn't right. want back like you know Snake Squirtle Ivysaur th those I think are safe to say they were lucky to get in in the first place but character but Wolf Lucas and Ice Climbers or at least like one Ice Climber um, you know I feel like that would be on the table for a first round I think of so too DLC think, um, but the thing is is that uh, actually you know what go on go on go on. Well, that was it. What, what I what I was gonna say. Um, this is actually the first time I've talked in like five minutes. <laughs> then well, by all means. Yeah. No. So so we're uh, so so getting back into that. Um, I, you know, it's kind of like the reason ice climbers wasn't included to begin with. I think it's just not even an option on the table because I don't think. Sakurai no, wants no, to do uh, it. not entirely, not entirely, because he did say that they were working just fine on the Wii U version. But and this is something I wanted to talk well, about earlier yes, is that yes. when they announced that these would be like. Like, they would share the same roster. I was really disconcerned because, uh, or disconcerned, whatever the, f okay. I was not thrilled because I worried that the <laughs> 3DS limitations would in turn limit the Wii U. And that kind of did right. happen. Yeah, because they had a they had a working build of Ice Climbers and it, they just couldn't make it work. So, but one thing, like Adam was saying earlier, he's not a fan of DLC. I could take it or leave it. It really, really depends. Uh, I'm not crazy about Hyrule Warriors, but we can talk about that in a sec. But for something like Smash Brothers, where you feel like you have a full and complete product in front of you, and then the game is like, you know what, if you want, if you have the option to expand yourself, I'm like, okay, fine. But, um, crap, where was I going with this? <laughs> Adam, title this episode, where am I going with this? <laughs> well, I, I look at, at DLC like this, and um, I, there were some fans that debated with me about this when the Mario Kart 8 DLC got announced. Um, they're like, oh no, you're adding DLC, despite the fact that we're a Zelda site and Zelda DLC was announced. So you figure people would be excited about that. But they're like, oh, DLC is evil. And I sat there and I looked at Mario Kart 8 and I'm like, I got the same amount of content for 60 bucks that I've always got. Yeah, exactly. Bucks. Mario Kart is a glowing example. Like, of I'm not, one. why would I not, you know, we always, you, you kind of get to that point in any game, you know, you're like, oh, I want yeah, more of exactly. it. Exactly. They're giving it to you. Like I hate DLC where they cut stuff. Exactly. Game, like but nothing was. To be cut. honest, I'm very like in terms of normal. There's no expectation of me when I got Mario right. Kart 8 to get Absolutely. DLC or to get any additional content over what was already in the game. Well, here's the thing: is that like it depends on the game as well. Like like Nate said, it can't be cut content. Oh like, yeah. Here's War Three. The, uh, I bought the Bi I bought the Bioshock Infinite DLC season right. pass, and uh, I got Burial at Sea. Which I'm really happy to have gotten right. because it's a totally new piece of content in the game. Yeah, you have your your, your infamous second, or hold on, first light is it called? And then you have your new Super Luigi U's, and you know, but the thing with was Hi yeah. with Hyrule Warriors is that I feel like it kind of goes in the opposite direction a little bit. Now let me preface by saying I'm very excited for this game and I'm gonna get it. Uh, but the thing is, is that 
The game advertises itself as a, quote, celebration of all things Zelda, but they limited themselves to three specific titles. And I don't want to say the word lazily done, because, like I said earlier, they had working 3D models they could have borrowed from, from Ocarina 3D and Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess. So for them to now, like, expand upon and, you know, go for some of the bigger games, or other games, rather, like... It, but that I should give it more credit. It, it really was, like, they, they did not have a lot of time to do this, but even so. Yeah, I think the things to consider are, one, yeah, they didn't have a lot of time, but also, I you know, they're Koei Temco. It's yeah. not Nintendo um, developing the product, so, you know, they're, they're working together and they're being yeah. supervised. But Nintendo's DLC philosophy is not really... I don't expect it would override Koei Temko's DLC Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's a lot more traditional in the kinds of the ways they release DLC. Yeah, I think the only thing that, that I honestly think Nintendo's influence had anything on is that $20 price point for the season okay. pass. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, if you look at Nintendo's, you know, the, the, the sparing season passes they have, um, they're twenty bucks. Twelve dollars for Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Nintendo it, handles DLC under. very well. Well, they like they do and they don't individually in Japan. That See, DLC but that's why like I bucks. expect Smash DLC would be so good is because Nintendo's entire philosophy about DLC is about providing extra content at a good price. You know, really doing the rewarding the consumer for supporting well, Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. Rather so, than blocking that, the consumer that we from. We haven't talked about much. Um, and, and this this goes in the DLC just because of how Sakurai works as a person and works as a developer and how he he's the one that does all the competitive balancing for right. characters and um, all that stuff and how he has said many times in the past how he doesn't really want to make Smash anymore he just does it because you know he's friends with Iwata and they're paying him for it yeah it's just you know it's it's, it's his franchise and he's going to do it until they decide to move know, on probably don't pay him to do it yeah. anymore. Uh, well, yeah, but do you not expect Nintendo to put an insane amount of pressure on him to make Smash DLC? No, I oh. do. I just question See? if it's something... He, if, if he would look at Nintendo and be like, I could do that, or I could make you a, a new game. See, I don't think Nintendo would take the new game, because Smash Bros. is such a ridiculous seller. Oh, no, I agree. And Japan Two things that crazy, I, you have to remember is that, first of all, Sakurai has, uh, I think, tendonitis per, uh, that he's dealing with, so I don't know if he's going to be able to make another one after this. Um, another thing is that... Um, Nintendo's a company that doesn't necessarily make things that they don't want to make ever, ever. They've never like they never want to make things because someone else wanted them to. They do it because yeah, they, they wanted to. In fact, they had a game they were working on with Next Level oh, yeah. called Super Mario Spikers, well, it, and it was a combination of wrestling, yeah. volleyball, and a game show. And, and I think all in one. I think this applies. I think this totally applies to their DLC plans too. Like, if you look at Mario Kart 8, it was discovered in the files that there was extra cups. So it's kind of like they they already planned to do it. Well, it, bear uh, in mind those cups were like early builds, and they did not at all reflect the final, well, except yeah, for the Yoshi yeah. egg, I think. Yeah, no, but but it kind of showed to me at least that they were already thinking about yeah the yeah content. right um, at some point. They, that, I mean, they didn't just decide, hey, we're gonna launch this new DLC stuff and we're just going to put it out there even though we haven't done anything with it like they had to have been known about this you know all, all, oh, overall yeah. though I will have to say I'm they can't explain such a terrible yeah. roster otherwise I will say though jumping gears a little <laughs> bit I am actually very very satisfied with Nintendo these days uh, I will admit uh, I am yeah. kind of it is it is my home team but it is also the company I get the most angry with I guess for the same reason but uh well that's what happened yeah that's what happens yeah. when you love something is you pick at every single thing that it does wrong yeah 
<laughs> That's why all you know of us what? get on, criticized for fun. being Nintendo let's haters. Let's let Colin repeat that statement say, again because yeah, yeah, yeah. I want all of our Zelda fans at Zelda Informer to understand. <laughs> say, say again, please. Because we get yelled at all the time for how much we pick on Zelda. Please say Right, but that's that's exactly the thing is that when you love something so much, you you want to see it be the best that Absolutely. it can be. Absolutely, um, and and so you can't help but recognize when something is. Even, here's off. the thing, yeah. Which is why, for example, Tyler's uh, uh, series rewriting Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is loves Twilight because Princess. he loves yeah, Zelda, yeah. Uh, and he wants to see he wants to take Twilight Princess and use it as a as a lens through which to say here's how I think Zelda can be exponentially improved. I love Zelda so much that I am writing ten articles about my dream Zelda (laughs) game. Well, that's that's what I do with Zelda Misinformer. I don't know if anyone in the audience knows, but I also am the guy who runs Zelda Misinformer for the site. And the the thing that I get from... It's not because I hate the series or anything. I love the series genuinely. And a lot of things that I make, like the fake uh, articles that I make, whether it's like a new game or just like... Stories or Nintendo Treehouse, yeah. Treehouse, which is it's, one of my it's loving I love the idea uh, of Hyrule Warriors on iOS. It's genuine yeah. love. Like I would love for a Nintendo's Treehouse <laughs> to move into an actual Treehouse. Dude, that, I, that, I sincerely were you the one who made the uh, the one with the? Because I know you have a few mods working it. Were you the one who made the like the throwing the dart at the wall to like decide the Zelda timeline, like how yeah, the games fall in order? Dude, that was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the guy I actually only have one other guy working with me right now. We had a few staff members at Zelda Informer, but all of them have since left the page. Well, yeah. I I, uh, <laughs> I, I pay attention. It's just I, I look at the quality you're doing, and I'm like, I yeah, don't I, have I, yeah. I was but, very strict about who I hired. And I got a guy named Paul, who's my right hand man, and basically we have a system worked down where he's he's incredibly good at Photoshop to the point that he makes me look pathetic, and. Uh, and I usually will write articles, and he'll post it with uh, the picture that he makes, and it right, works really right. well. And I really enjoy working with him. He's one of the he's one of the, my favorite colleagues that I've met uh, in this nice. sort of industry, I guess you could call it. Um, and he really cares, and the fans really care, and I really love seeing that all the time. Whenever I check the posts on the Misinformer page, all the comments are always very loving and very warm and very receptive. Yeah, you get a lot of love on that. Like it's 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 the internet. The internet scales things like by default. And like it's, it's always like this post made my day. Like it, it's. <laughs> yeah. All I could say is, uh, just wait till you have three hundred thousand followers, and then see if they still love. Yeah. Him. He's up to five. No, I, that's <laughs> what I'm. That's what I'm surprised about is that the five thousand we do have, which is not that many, um, they're it's, genuinely it's nice. Number. I mean, the, the only time that I've had uh, people who didn't like posts, I still I go and I talk to them, and then I see what they want to what they say. I remember one girl said, like, I think this actually bored me to death. And I responded, you're still breathing, we're yeah. good. And she left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was <laughs> I was happy. I just... I... It's kind of one of those things. Um, you know, back when we only had 5,000 or 10,000 followers, like, everybody loved us because the people who are following us at the time are following us because mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not following us, like, because they saw an image one of their friends shared. They're following us because they generally... Well, actually, like we with do, the right? uh, the Misinformia um, Historia post, a lot of people have seen that. <laughs> That's actually more... Yeah. That was more uh, seen than our yeah. 3S demo contest. Yeah, so, like, Zelda Misinformer, is, it, it's a cool thing. Like, in, any of you guys that are listening to this that don't know about it... Um, Right now, Zelda Misinformer basically exists only on uh, a Facebook page right now. It's facebook.com slash 
Zelda Misinformer. So just like you know, going to Zelda Informer's page, except you had the the Misinformer instead. Um, but uh, I know our managing editor has to has to step out here soon. So uh, do you have any closing statements, my man? I cannot wait for Smash Bros. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the other way and say I cannot wait for Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, I will say right. one. Okay, Smash Bros. Then. I yeah, you literally it. can't wait because yeah. you don't have to. I, I will say one like closing <laughs> remark about Hyrule Warriors. Um, I I really really, I'm not just going to buy it because I enjoy the game or I think it's going to be a good game. I buy it because I support the idea of it. I like the idea that Nintendo is like leasing yeah. out their or licensing their properties and like it's the same thing with Pokemon Fighter or Pokemon Pokemon Tekken. I'm very, very excited with that, and like I want, I, can, I want that. to show my support for this. That's why I really hope it sells well. Like right. when I saw the Western reviews were a little bit mixed. I don't mixed, care about I Dynasty little... Warriors. I don't care about Pokémon. Yeah, I care. This but is like, I want to play. It's the a crossover fantastic games. way to yeah. like build up third-party support. You just license out your properties with these studios, and then everyone wins. Like I, I, again, I don't play. I don't play Tekken or, or Dynasty Warriors, but I like Pokémon and Zelda. Plus, it gives me the. Uh... The, the, the very, very, very faint hope that Nintendo will approach uh, the guys behind the Total War series and say, hey, you know that mod, that Hyrule Total War mod? Why don't we make a game <laughs> oh just God. like oh, that? Oh, yes. Yeah. But I-, I love Zelda the way it is, but if I ever truly wanted to play a different type of Zelda experience, that Total War, Hyrule Total War mod... Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's what I want. I'm still waiting for Nintendo to make a retro back to roots throwback to SimCity. <laughs> Doesn't oh, EA own it with uh, some of their Hold other the games? Well, yeah, EA owns it, but crossover. Okay, here's man. what confuses me about that. The Doctor Right or Doctor Left, the dude with the green hair, he was a part of SimCity, but Nintendo still owns that. Do they just like keep? Yeah, I don't they know keep how that the character? I think he was only in the Super Nintendo yeah, version because they I'm definitely sure. own the character. He's made a lot of I Zelda didn't play crossovers. The PC version. Yeah, and he's in Smash Bros. too. Yeah. But that's the funny thing, is that's basically the only way that he can they can use the character anymore. Is like, and his sister and, and like Smash a- Bros. Occasional Zelda like crossover. He, where he, he was in be. Minish Cap, he was in, I think, the Oracle games, I'm not sure. Or Link's Awakening, I think. He was in Link's Awakening. I don't know but if he was one in other, one other thing about Smash, I know, I know we're cutting it close here, but one other thing is uh, Adam and I were talking about this. You know Adam doesn't like DLC. But uh, I, I'm okay with it. But the thing we were worried about is that because um, we mentioned a little bit ago, Ice Climbers were working fine. They had a working build of him on um, on, on the Wii U version. But the three, the new 3DS conveniently has double the CPU. So I'm a little worried that I'm gonna have to spend two hundred dollars for a little bit of extra content. Like the Ice Climbers will be. Well, see, I don't think they would. I don't think they would put content in the game that only works yeah, on one system. Yeah, that's how you system. break the meta right well, there. If they did, it would be things like ice climbers, which can't be on the 3DS. Well, right, but they, I, they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't put content in a game as significant as a playable character, and then say you can only use this if you have this right. kind of system. Well, they already said that stages are going to be uh, system exclusive. Because yeah, of that the, much the is true. Well, right, but that's to Wii U and 3DS, not to two different kinds. Dude, of I, 3DS. I seriously hope like you could like transfer your 3DS stages to the Wii U. I would be very okay with that. But I, I don't know. I think I think that's a little much to ask for. I just look at it like this, um, you know, because we're all trying to, like, basically make statements or guesses about, you know, we don't think Nintendo would do this or we don't think Nintendo would do that. Um, I'm not going to support either case that they would release, you know, like exclusive content for not for the Smash 3DS for the new 3DS. Yeah. But, uh, but it, you know, Nintendo has shown in yeah. the past um, that they're willing to do things that no one thought they would do. For uh, better or like for worse. DSi hardware <laughs> upgrade. 
Um, that I mean, the DSi was a hardware upgrade before the new 3DS was ever a thing. Um, no one thought Nintendo would, you know, up literally upgrade the the physical hardware in the system um, in the middle of a popular console's lifecycle. Right. Yeah. Um, no one, you know, that, now they're doing it again with the 3DS. Nobody thought that they would. Re- they, they never did it with the DSi. They just changed. Yeah, the I, I really, really yeah. worry that they're they're trying to no, use they the defibrillators. They, they double. They double yep. the RAM. The RAM was double. I really worry that they're just trying to use defibrillators really? yeah. on something that has a pretty healthy heartbeat. Like it doesn't need the like the game. Yeah. See, because I've I've already heard reports that there's some no, games. No, 3DS sales are dropping. Are they like really crazy. now? Yeah, 3DS. Yeah. Is, yeah, even yeah, it's something like 50 percent what it was. Yeah. Well, I, like, like that could be blamed year. on content. <laughs> there haven't really been a whole bunch of great games coming out too recently. And not only that, people aren't gonna keep buying the new systems. Right at a rate as much as they're going to buy new games. And I think Nintendo's actually really pushing the market at this point. And a lot of it's companies a risky are, move to release the new 3DS. It's a point where, well, where, the, where the market's getting oversaturated with new systems from the, the, the three main yeah, companies. Yeah. And people are going to start pushing back and being like, we're not going to buy this. We the last console it. generation actually lasted about twice as long as yeah, the average yeah. one. So except, I wouldn't say that the system's except, getting oversaturated with new devices. Except, I would just say that Nintendo's handheld environment well, is getting saturated. Well, the floodgates opened, and you get like five new systems coming out at the same time. You have your the new 3DS, well, yeah, the Xbox One, the PS4. I, people can't afford all these things at the same time. Yeah. Well, and, and getting back to to what I was attempting to say, I knew I knew what in the middle of it was going to bring up conversations. Um, like you know, Nintendo also did things like release three exclusive. Um, JRPGs for the Wii. Um, it, it's just kind of these things that you don't think Nintendo's going to do, and then just kind of out of nowhere they they do it. Um, you know whether we're clamoring for it or not. Like no one's really asking for the new 3DS to exist. I mean, yeah, there's been asking for like you know a hardware alteration where there's a second you know thumb yeah. or whatever, but not for like but a CPU. See, upgrade see, the big problem I find or, with that though is that the the Circle Pad Pro doesn't work, but conveniently the new C stick will on the new 3DS. So you know, like it's it's really give and take with yeah. this thing. And not to mention, like the the new 3DS is so poorly marketed. Like Adam strongly feels that it, <laughs> Nintendo needs to like re- double check their their marketing team. They need to fire their publicist. Yeah. <laughs> like, they've needed to fire their like, publicist. Whoever, whatever agency they've been using for the past 20 or 30 years, they just need to fire just, them and get the people that they yeah, have for the week. Yeah, lead. just imagine... Because their marketing campaigns have just been Just horrendous. imagine, like, the little kid on his Christmas list who wants a new 3DS. It was the same people who did the Wii as the current... How confusing is it for Yeah, because now you got to decide... They're still well, with the same, same people PR who are confused firm. is to, uh, like... Are the same people who are confused about Wii and Wii U. So it's, they're, it's, it's not working in their favor. This is even more confusing. Well, but those are all Nintendo's decisions. Nintendo's the one making the bad decisions yeah. about branding. Yeah. The advertising firms just kind of have to do what yeah, they can. Yeah. And I look at it as... Uh, With, like, like, really crappy hand Like, there was them. a point made earlier um, about the, the console uh, cycle and everything, and how, like, this last one was super long. Um, I, I actually did... I don't know if Colin remembers. There was an editorial I wrote back um, when I used to work at Gamnesia. Um that looked specifically at the console life cycles and Nintendo's life cycle was actually right on spot with what it's always been with both the DS and the Wii. Like they didn't have a super long Even then like John Carmack the uh, openly stated I believe it was John Carmack he said like he he saw no reason for there to be a new says like we we are still very like healthy with the PS3 and Xbox 360 like there's no yeah. need well, for a new generation Wii, right now. 
Yeah, the Wii was the only one that, I mean... Which is why the new generation's jump has been so... Yeah, it really has. Like, I'm not noticing as much as I notice. Like, PS2 to PS3, or, you know, the N64 to GameCube. I'm not noticing what I used to notice anymore. No, totally not. But But what I do notice is that the PS4 is trending faster than any console in the history. Yeah, I have one too. Um, But the thing that bothers me about it is that there isn't a single game I own on it that I I couldn't have already gotten for my PS3. No, what, what bothers me about it is that it's selling so well without... Like games that are worth. There's like it. an intolerable air of smugness coming from Sony because they know they know they're the front runners right now. <laughs> All right. Well, Colin, Colin's got to head out. Yeah, nice yeah. To you, buddy. See All right. Guys. It was great. Can I blast Destiny? Like, can I do that, please? Like. <laughs> sure. I'll let you. Go. Okay. Okay. Blast I know. Destiny, I know. Finally. Like people are listening to this. Like, Ooh, Jake's a fanboy. Fucking lives in 1997 with his N64. But I bought Destiny because I really genuinely wanted to see... Because they, they advertise themselves as this game-changing, like, completely new FPS that's just going to transcend everything we know. So, like, I, I, like, apathetically bought it. I waited into that 45-fucking-minute line to, like, get it. And, like, I, I went home and I did a little test to myself. Right, right as the prologue started happening, I was like, I bet by the end of this, I'm going to discover that I can only have two weapons, L3 is going to sprint... Health regenerates automatically, so you can't fight the fact that you're going to have to do cover-based shooting again. And also, the melee button wouldn't be mapped to R3, because, no, guys, we're not Call of Duty, seriously. No, we're, we're different, we promise. And, like, all it is is, like, I, I'm playing it, and, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good few hours in right now. And all it is is I'm just shooting aliens in rust yards. That's it. I mean, occasionally I'll get a better piece of gear or something, or, but... All that really does is incrementally improve my ability to shoot more aliens in rust yards. It has no yeah. actual weight. And, and and I'm not going to defend um, Destiny. I, I, I don't think it's a bad game. I don't think game. it's bad either. Uh, I should preface by, that. But by, by any stretch, um, it wasn't... Uh, it, it was extremely overhyped. It was it was more hyped yeah. than Titanfall Oh, God. Was. Yeah, it is. Um, it, it, like... and, it, and it's... It, it's almost a bigger letdown than Titanfall. See, was. the thing is, is that um, I'm disappointed because Activision, like, smugly, like, yeah, we sold, like, half a billion in our first day. Like, And I'm part of that statistic now. Like, <laughs> I contributed to that. The problem with the game, though, I've noticed, there are two two big problems that I've really noticed, is that the first one is that its idea of difficulty isn't that the enemies are stronger, like, in any other way than they have more health. That's it. Yeah. That's your tougher opponent. See, it, it, it has a, a bigger health yeah. bar. Exactly. Or it exactly. Has, like, it that's that's not difficulty. Making me, making me fight a spider golem thing tank for thirty minutes with yeah. five people that Dude, I don't know. I know. I know some people are gonna hate that I'm saying this, but I'll be real. I have not played this game multiplayer, and I know some people are like, but that's how you're supposed to play. Blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. I think that's kind of a bullshit argument when it comes to games because games can and do have the power to stand up very well on their own with a multi- with a single-player experience. Like, you can watch Plan yep. 9 with your friends, but it's still a shitty movie. It's just funner because you're in the company of other people. And, like, there are those people that are like, oh, it gets good 20 hours in. And if it gets good 20 hours in, then it really didn't deserve anyone's time or money. Like, if Pac-Man can engross me in seconds, then why yeah. the fuck do I have to wait 20 <laughs> Activision- hours? I think I think Activision recently said that like it's a totally different game after you pass oh, level twenty. Yeah, and it's like should sh- should, should it, be? it be? Yeah, like because like I'm just shooting aliens. What is gonna happen twenty hours in? Am I gonna shoot more aliens? Well, I mean, I look at it. I look at it like this, and, and this is because you know they, they they claim it's not an MMO, and clearly it's like it's okay. An MMO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should I should rephrase. 
I, I have I have played with people insofar as other people have been on the maps, but that just got frustrating well, because yeah, they're taking yeah. my kills and my well, experience. That's and, well, this is what I look at it as, and this is the problem any game like this is, it has, and people do it whether they realize they're doing it or not. And I was doing it, not even realizing it. I, you know, I, I used to play World of Warcraft. Um, used to play it. A yeah, lot. yeah. Uh, every every now and then, you know, I'll subscribe to it and play it again just to see what's going right. on. Because um, I have some friends that still play it. Uh, but you know, in general, you could play World of Warcraft all by yourself. Um, you don't ever have to play with anybody else. They, they'll be there in the world, but you don't have to do anything with them. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, and World of Warcraft kind of set this bar with, with, of expectations with MMOs that most MMOs don't ever reach. Uh-huh. Um, and, and Destiny kind of feels like that to me. Like Adam was saying about how they, they give you know the, the, how they make the fight harder is they put more health. Yeah. On. Well, sure, they put more health on bosses in in, uh, in See, WoW, but they also make the mechanics of the boss so much more difficult, and the damage done so much more, you know, punishing, and the AI so much more tricky. That yeah. it, that when Destiny doesn't do it, it's just like you're kind of taking the lazy. You're just giving me like the same kind of crappy yeah. monsters again with more. You know, you, you, From you a company the... like Bungie, who's who's famous for making Halo and for making a really good AI that flanks you, that knows what you're doing, and makes strategies yeah. to destroy your plans. And then these AI that just are blocked by invisible <laughs> barriers and just stand around waiting to be shot, it's its horrendous. Admittedly, the AI does impress me in some ways. Like, there are those shooters where, like, once you get detected, you will just, like, be found until, like, proven otherwise. But, like, this game, if you if you escape, they'll still be shooting, that's like, where they think you are. AI. And that's actually pretty clever. Like, that isn't tough to... That, that's pretty tough to implement. As opposed to them just constantly tracking yeah. you once, no, you know, if no, detected, I mean, chase. They're... I mean, it's kind of one of those things where we're bagging on the game. Yeah. Um, you know, it's easy to say like we're we're you know Nintendo fans. We like Nintendo games. We love Zelda. It, it it's a it's a shooter, and there's there there's so many. Uh, it's one of those. I know there's a lot of fans of Zelda Informer that are like, oh, you know, screw Call of Duty, screw you know, we don't we don't like those games. Yeah. Blah, blah. And it's kind of one of those. You're liars. Um, <laughs> Black Ops Two is one of the best selling games on the system, and one of the most played online games on the system. Like, like we, the, what what you really is is you're angry. We don't have those games, yeah. so you just ignore them. <laughs> yeah. um, like I'm not the saying we need Call of Duty boy. every yeah. year, but but, but it, it's just one of those that like, yeah, yeah. It, it's and, and Destiny is a good game, and it, and it does game. suck that like the Wii U doesn't have it, I, but. Um, you know, is it as good as the hype? Of course not. No, Nothing. I mean, no. Twilight Princess didn't live up to the hype. Like, now, games don't live up see, to the, the hype is, when they're overhyped. And the thing is, is, my problem is that a lot of people have uh-huh. is that it's made by Bungie, who made the yeah. shooter genre what it is today. Like it's, they made it. Yeah, yeah. It, go, it goes Doom, then GoldenEye, then Halo. It been the like, first good shooter, but it was definitely the game-changing shooter, and. And they, they, they designed that from the ground up. That's their... So they... It's like it's like if a, uh, the world's best pizza maker <laughs> makes the shittiest pizza shop in the country. Yeah, you're yeah. You're just baffled. That, you're even more Here's the thing. I don't think like, we're too off the point because I read the reviews for, for Destiny, like the critical reviews. I was like, oh, God, I'm not alone. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, the critics aren't being wowed away by this game. And even then, Bungie was like, don't yeah, start that was, talking that was a about it shitty. until the MMO parts have been implemented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where people are filling up the world. And yet they're trying to say it's not an MMO. Yeah, part like, of the they're, they're just trying to be, like, MMO. alternative indie so crowd. Like, we're not, we're, we don't go by MMO. That's like, 
it's like uh, he said that they're not like other games, but all yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they don't want it, their it's game the classified. I'm not like other games argument, like as they just brood yeah. in the distance. Well, it, but it's like this every is, other and this show. is how I look at it. I'm uh, not like other girls. Like yeah, like, <laughs> Destiny I mean, is the game a, a equivalent. Lot of, oh my god, a lot of hype these days is based around you know. Fans' expectations, oh. like, like Adam said, you know, he has a super high expectation because of what Bungie's done in the past, and I never had that expectation. Well, no, I didn't have a high expectation. Don't don't take that wrong. I didn't have a high expectation, but I expected a level of quality from the game, even though I was uninterested. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, I get that, and, and, and it's funny because like there's a lot of gamers today that are all like, you know, Halo was like the game that popularized like FPS games and this and that. That's not um, true. And it did all, and it's not true. It's, it's no, I, I said they changed the way that MMOs, I yeah. mean, shooters play. Yeah, 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 and, and that's not true either. What they did is they presented a way that people on consoles didn't know shooters. Yeah, ex- yeah. Because everything Halo does has been done. Well, that's what I mean. Right, Part right, of it right. is the console co- aspect of the game. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And a lot of that isn't even because of Bungie. That's because of Xbox Live. Right, right. Because that wasn't even a thing before Xbox Live was even around. Well, playing online I used console. to play Unreal Tournament on the Dreamcast on Sega Net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It existed, but it wasn't like it wasn't a unified network thing. Like you could play Fantasy Star Online on the GameCube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it but, was very limited. But how many people honestly knew that you could play any games online on the GameCube? Yeah, it, it was very particular, and, and like it was tough to to like do. You could play, dude. You could play online games on N sixty four. Yeah. Well, like, like online gameplay was like the selling point of the Xbox. It's like, hey, look, we have a, a unified online network yeah. that you can play games, and look, we have this awesome shooting game. Come play because all of our games are going to use this network. Right, well, right. That for me, with for me with Halo, just did something the other shooters didn't, which is good AI, good combat, and just overall fun gameplay. And right. I just feel like Destiny yeah. kind of betrays all that, where it's it's very it, it's... isolated yet also very busy. It reminds me what of what I like, mean is you're, you're alone with a bunch of other people who are alone, and that's not a good yeah, that's not a good I, way to. I think the, the problem they had, and this is what I think from a design standpoint, is I, I'm not trying to. I know some fans are like, "Oh, you're trying to trash Halo." I, I like it. Yeah, I, I like I Halo play two, it. But I don't I mind like it. Halo One. Um, I, I'm not like a huge fan of it, but I but I enjoyed what I enjoyed. I don't like the, the story mode at all, but that's a totally different debate. Um, but uh, one thing I think uh, Bungie in particular ran into here is that all they have made really is either you have a full online multiplayer deathmatch type scenario, you know, or other online game modes that are like that where you're on teams, where you're shooting other, you know, real life people, or you have a single player AI driven environment. And now they are going from that single player AI driven environment and that multiplayer shoot other people environment, trying to throw it all together in the same space. And they don't have experience doing that, and so they don't want to be known as an MMO, even though that's exactly what the game is. That there it requires an online connection. You're an MMO, based on how the world works. I mean, you cannot play the game without being online with other people, even even if you can ignore those people, they're there. They exist. Yeah, and that became that became more of a nuisance than it was a selling point for me because like I I would just like be trying to like it says like kill zero of five, and you know like someone else would kill the thing I got to kill, so now I got to wait for another one to spawn. Well, and that's another thing. The fact that it even says zero of five—that's a total that's a MMO. Ver- There's so many MMO tropes in it. Like, it, here's the thing: when I was playing it, I tried my damnedest to like it. I, and like every time I would stumble upon like a, a cave and there's like this super powerful enemy, I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm gonna come back here later when I'm more powerful and blah blah blah. But then I was like, but then do what? I'm just gonna shoot something so I can get something that'll help me like better beat 
things that are... And I guess you could really make the mundanity argument with just about any game. I mean, like, yeah. Zelda, oh, you got a hookshot. All you're doing is just making it so that way you can get from this... Like, you can argue it in anything. But the thing is, is that something that you can't ever get in an MMO, you don't affect the world. The world continues to exist exactly as it has always existed. The final boss will always be standing there at the very end. Uh -huh. Even if you kill him, yep. he will still be there. The worlds don't change. And there is no final boss. Yeah, in that, that was actually one thing that um, I loved. Um, they, they did this big event back when uh, World of Warcraft was, you know, back when it was only level 60 and you had 40 man yeah, raids. Yeah. Um, they did this big community-wide event where uh, you would beat um, AQ40 and it would do something unprecedented at the time. It would completely change the world or like a large chunk of the world and it would get taken over by Nax. And that would be the final, the final raid instance. And the, obviously, you know, the bosses in EQ40 are still there. But it was this huge community-driven thing where, like, everyone is trying to not just beat EQ40, but complete these really super long quest chains. Yeah. Um, to try to, like, literally change the world. That, that, that's what, it, you know, that's what WoW advertised it as. And that's exactly what it did. Your, and that, your, your, bet, your contributions wow, to the world around you are negligible, negligible at best. Like, you, you just... The only way an MMO can really absolve that is by, like, kind of going the, the, the classic Zelda approach, which is to slowly expand your world as you, you know... Yeah, and, and that's one thing I liked WoW did with, in that it just, one yeah, particular it fit it case. Into the story. I, WoW like, has never done it since. Like, WoW, WoW has never done it since. Like, they've unlocked areas when you beat areas, but that's not what yeah. this was. This was a big... You're, like, you're contributing to a larger cause with everybody else on the whole server. It's not just you... You know, it's not just the people who are actually raiding the instance. It's everyone in the whole server is contributing. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah, that does sound pretty cool. But they, they don't really do that. Like, in, in Destiny, like, yeah, people contribute to killing bosses, I guess. It's not... There's no satisfaction. Yeah. There. There's no... I mean, with, with Zelda, my favorite thing in, in Link to the Past is that you can defeat Ganon and, you know... You get to see the world change. You get to change the entire yeah, world yeah, around the you. Yeah, the dark world. Because of your yeah. actions. Everything changes. Yeah, you know, everything changes. Ocarina, Ar 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 Ocarina lets you do that too. You like you, you clearly see the world yeah. is fucked when you turn yeah. into an adult. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and, and seven I, years go know, by, and you know we probably shouldn't <laughs> talk about Destiny for like. Yeah, sorry. Years, but um, <laughs> Destiny has a few, a handful of things, I guess, um, that kind of work against it, even though it shouldn't. Because Destiny is a good game. I think we can all agree. Yeah, I mean, exactly. As it's, a game, it's, it, it's not it's bad. It's polished to a mere shine. It's definitely not you bad. Know, the physics work well. It's, it's generic. Just not what I was expecting. Yes. It doesn't change anything. Yeah, so... I can't be mad at what Wonder Bread for being Wonder yeah, Bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's generic Wonder Bread. This, but, but this is where it, com where it comes on. One, the fans overly hyped themselves oh, based yeah. on prior oh, expectations from the studio. That's not, you know, Bungie's fault. Oh my god, we made great games before, so that that's fans. Like, Nintendo made Wii music. I, oh yeah, that's, oh, that game is so bad. <laughs> I, I mean, you, would, you wouldn't expect... Just really, really shitty MIDI that you to, make on your Wii. Like, Wii music as a concept already sounds weird, but you hear, oh, Nintendo's doing it? Well, it's gonna be good, and it wasn't. Like, Wii Sports was good, Wii music was not. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry to anyone out there who likes... <laughs> well, isn't it kind of, like, useless now that you can't, like... All the online features are gone, so you can't play user-made content or whatever. Yeah, but not that... It, it, I, I highly doubt the Wii Music fan base is, like... <laughs> that up in arms right now, like... I mean, that, you know, yeah. that that's point one, is that the fans expected, you know, more from Destiny than we probably really should have. Um, but that's just the way it works. You, you make great stuff before you expect greatness. And that's true with the Zelda series. Ever since Ocarina of Time, it's been used as a measuring stick by the fan base, and it's going to be until the fans collectively decide that there's a game that's better. 
Um, number two um, would be that Activision themselves keeps trying to tell us the game is something it's not. Yeah. Um, and they still do it, and there's sounds like they're going to keep doing it, and based on their sales, they have no reason to say to, otherwise. To its credit, though, I mean, they were right about one thing they came out and said. Destiny is, like, the fastest-selling new IP, like, in, in, in history, oh, I believe. It is, it, it, but, but what's so weird about it is, and, and I've played some, I, I, I don't have a PS4 and I played it on my PS3, it, it just, I don't know, man, it, it doesn't feel like, it, it's a new IP, but nothing feels right. new, I guess, if that's the way to put it. Because it's Bungie making the same game, and that was part of my disappointment, is that they didn't try anything different after Halo, they just made Halo again. Yeah. They said, we can't do anything else, we're a one-trick pony, we're Halo terrible Halo. at our job. <laughs> And we can only do the same to their thing credit, again. I'm sorry, Bungie, but you're to, kind of... To it's their credit, a disappointment. Because it go shows ahead, go ahead, no... Finish, finish. They were too afraid to take a leap right. and bound in a new direction. It's one of those things that Nintendo gets away with it because they aren't just a single studio. Um, like, even their internal mm -hmm. studio is split up into, like, 17 or 18 different studios that handle different games and now they have yeah. like a 19th studio they added that is literally just to make new IPs yeah which is awesome um, I really wish they'd have more in the west though and like Bungie Bungie's Bungie they don't have like you know seven studios and they're making different types of games they, they, they've only made FPS's and that's all they're going to make is FPS's well, yeah, but even then, in that sense, uh, Visceral Studios is the company that makes the, the studio that makes Dead Space. The game has changed from Dead Space One to Dead Space Three, changed drastically for better for worse. For the things. worst, it, 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 it was mixed. Risks. It's I like I like honestly, honestly, I like Dead Space minus the microtransactions. Oh, Dead Space yeah, but that, that's just EA being EA. Um, Dead Space Three has one of the most well done weapon still, systems. Like I've even ever when seen. you play Dead Space Three, it does feel like the previous games, just different. Yeah, but, but, because but and I could argue, but it's in the same series. But why should Destiny yeah, feel that's like yeah. Halo? It's a, if it's a different IP. If it's if, a it new does IP. feel like Halo, but then there's all these other people in the world, and you're doing things you couldn't. But do on the same, on the other so side of that coin, though, Adam, it's whether or not you like. It's whether or not you like what they decided to do with what they're good. But at. on the other side of the coin of what Adam said, it's like Mighty Number no. Nine is basically the. I haven't looked too much into it, but it appears to be like basically Mega Man, and people are very okay with that. It is Mega Man. Yeah, it, it's it's basically, and everyone's fine with that. So it's it's a weird it's a very fine line as to like where that's okay and like where people get annoyed. Well, that, that's 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 because of Capcom's unwillingness yeah, to actually make Capcom. a real Mega Man game. <laughs> so you can blame Capcom. I mean, this is the guy who created Mega Man saying, "Hey, I'm gonna make Mega Man again because Capcom won't let me." Yeah, yeah. Well, you can you can blame Microsoft for Bungie making Destiny yeah. for the same reason. I mean, they fi I, they fired Bungie, right? Is that how it works? Uh, I'm not sure if they either... Dis I think no, their contract there, ran there up or something. There was a lot of legal disputes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really there sure. Was legal, there was legal disputes, basically. It, it all started over who owns Halo. Because the original contract that got it made wasn't specific on which whether whether the studio or whether Microsoft owned the IP. Yeah, and it all started with that, and then it all went downhill Dude. from there because <laughs> that because both wanted to say, "Hey, I own the IP." Hey, I because neither thought it was going to be as big as right. it was. Yeah. Um, so that blew up, and then you know. Dude. Then there was all the controversy when Activision bought the studio. And it just... Yeah, Microsoft. You know, good guy Nintendo, when they when they were, like, parting ways with Rareware, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm almost positive Nintendo owned, like, all those IPs. They owned Banjo-Kazooie. They owned Conker's Bad Fur Day, but it was a parting gift. No. I, I could have swore no. I heard that... Okay, no. yeah, there was a dispute no. that said that the properties that, that 
they that the rareware made they retained. We all know that to this day because Microsoft has them. Yes. But yes, I could yes. I could have sworn I read an article that stated what it was 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 Nintendo owned. Um, it was kind of like how Nintendo how much they owned of the studio. It was like yeah, yeah. Nintendo owned a percentage. Right. Yeah. 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 And they gave and that those. percentage was based on how much of the company they owned. And so when they sold away their shares of the company, they also sold away their rights to the game. They never technically owned the rights to the games because they never technically owned a majority of Rare. They just owned... They did, you know, they did basically have shares of them, to be corrected. It, it, yeah, it, yeah, they did. They, they owned a very high percentage of Well, Microsoft is uh, like, no, I don't give away Halo. My... I'm sorry, well, I shouldn't. It, it, it's kind of like this. Like, What if the Pokemon company ever decides they want to leave Nintendo? Nintendo doesn't actually 100%... Game Freak? They, they, don't, they don't own Game Freak, 100%. They don't. No, no, they don't. Um, which is why there's Pokemon stuff on phones. Yeah, and they're allowed to why do their own thing. You know, they're, they're not allowed to release full Pokemon games, but you know, it's kind of one of those situations where, yeah, you know, Microsoft owned a good chunk of Bungie, but um, you know, if Pokemon ever decided they wanted to break away, that would be a huge blow to Nintendo. Oh, absolutely. Huge. Yeah, it's one of the biggest franchises right yeah, now. Yeah, and, and even with shared revenue, they they make shitloads of money out yeah. of Pokemon. That's why they release a new one now, like every year. It feels like. Yeah, Omega Sapphire is probably, or I'm sorry, Alpha Sapphire is probably gonna be my last one. I'm sorry, it's it's brand new game remake, brand new game remake, or sequel to a game remake. Is the they, Zelda Misinformer like they, Triforce? They are, they are milking, <laughs> they are milking the Pokemon pot yeah. for the last like. Five. Like this will be my last main one, and then Pocket Fighters because I I like the idea. It looks fun. I'll support it because I I don't want Nintendo to be scared of like licensing their ideas and like letting other studios. Like Pocket Fighters isn't even coming to Nintendo stuff yet. <sighs> I'd be um, surprised if it didn't. So that's just further proving that you know Nintendo doesn't actually own the company. Like they can do an arcade unit because it's yeah. within their right. You know, and I I can't imagine they would eventually. Of course, of course. It just, they're they're going to make more money doing the that arcades, than of course, through the arcade. Absolutely. People say it's kind of a testing period, quote unquote, for the arcades. But Japanese yeah. arcades are way more yeah. booming than they are in the West. Oh yeah, and and Nintendo's a different kind of company than everybody else. Anyways. Love it or leave it. Um, I mean, they, they they do have the sequelitis like everybody else does, and mm-hmm. you can never blame them because all we do is keep asking for when's the next Zelda game. Dude, I'm looking for Mother Three. Like, when's that shit? And also Star Fox. But I'm final. Finally, that that dream's been well, fulfilled. Mo- Mother Three just needs to yeah. get over. Like here. someone proposed the idea of like doing a remastering on the 3DS. And I w- I would like yeah. that very much. And some of that is, you know, it's funny because, like, what what do people ask Nintendo to do if they're not asking, you know, for a new Zelda, new Mario? They're asking for Mother. They're asking for a, a new Metroid because we haven't had one yeah, in a while. They're but they did say they have a new F Zero. Like they're like they're asking for more of what Nintendo used to do. Yeah, which is why like games like Splatoon excite me to all hell because I don't want Nintendo to do what they've always done. I want them to do something new. That's what made those games so great. Like, why do we love Star Fox? Why do we love F-Zero? Because at the time, those games were revolutionary. Yeah, they were amazing. I, I'd love and a new Nintendo F-Zero. Melks, the, you know, they're the same stuff over and over again, which is fine. They should. You have a successful franchise. Why would you not make games until people don't want to buy but, them anymore? Yeah, but, and sometimes they try and people don't want to buy them anymore. Like, see, I, 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 I think the term like remake has a negative stigma associated with it, and it totally shouldn't because it's incrementally better no, than the previous... But I say this, but I actually was super, super against the idea of a Majora's Mask remake. Uh, reason being, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, Fans are going to lynch you. Well, that. here's the thing. Let me explain myself, because I know I know we're running out of a bit long here, but I should really get this out. The reason I say that, and I didn't like it when they did the Ocarina of Time or Wind Waker too much either, but it's because these games, especially Majora's Mask, it's already perfectly tangible. You can get it on your Wii. You know, like, I shouldn't be so, such a purist and say, oh, N64, go get it on that. 
Because the thing is, is that older games are destined to fall into entropy. You can't upkeep them forever, but you know you can digitally get Majora's Mask right now. So the idea of someone saying, "Oh man, I could get it now, but I'm just gonna wait," even though like, I mean, there's a reason that game stands up so well. It's because it was a good game. So what, like, I don't know. It's like when people say they want a Final Fantasy VII remake. I'm like, just play Final Fantasy VII. It's it's it is what it is. It is the game that sold copies. But I, I have since changed my views yeah. on this. I mean, I'm gonna. I, mean, I was obviously gonna get it, even when I felt that way. I still kind of do, but I guess it is. I like the idea of it returning to the public sphere, and you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the big, the big idea with remakes, and I'm, I'm never been opposed to remakes. Like, you know, the Wind Waker HD didn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, just be, you know, because I know, you know, some people thought, oh, if there's gonna be a remake, it'll be like Twilight Princess or something right. like that. And I'm like, you know, it's gonna be the Wind Waker because it's the easiest freaking. game They said to do. actually the reason <laughs> they they went with it, they said they toyed around with like that lighting effect that they did in the HD yeah, experience. Yeah, different art style. They toyed around with it with Twilight Princess, I believe, and Skyward Sword. They said Wind Waker's exerted so much like unnatural pressure, and it really shows. The graphics are very unique. Well, yeah, it, it's one of those. Um, you know, people think, because uh, people go back to the quotes when they decided to do the Wind Waker HD because they were, you know, experimenting with various art styles. Yeah, yeah. And the Wind Waker one was the one that looked the best in HD, you know, according to them, um, without having to tweak anything, which is obvious. Like, yeah. Father Princess in HD without actually updating the textures isn't that so, Yeah, exactly. The thing is, is that Wind Waker still ages better than Twilight Princess graphically. If, if you're, if, you know, if you're a visual purist and that matters to you so much. but Yeah, yeah. Y- but but what people do get lost in that is, and this is um, something that um, people who really want to know stuff about Zelda you should should pay a lot more attention to when they're playing the Wind Waker HD is some of the stuff they did in it, um, it you know specifically the lighting that's going to be yeah. in Zelda. To be U. honest, um, they, they've already they've already specifically said that they were that they used that game to test things yeah. that they want to use in the new game, and that lighting was one of those things. And that So, like, that lighting, people love how that lighting is the, in the Wind Waker. Um, it's not yeah, I, I have to say, though, like, because I have to redeem myself, because I know there are some people that are probably thinking I'm, like, a Nintendo purist. I actually was very, very unamused by the Zelda Wii U trailer. And uh, I know, like, only because, A, they only showed 15 seconds of the goddamn thing. B, the, the only footage you saw was Link riding a horse, and he shot another goddamn glowy eye with another goddamn arrow. And I was like, okay, more of this. And then they backtracked on the whole open world thing. Like, uh, Anuma said, or Alnuma, I, I'm sorry. He said uh, during the during the reveal that, um, you know, this is an open world game. But Miyamoto was like, actually, that's not entirely true. So we really don't know what to expect. So I'm I'm a little bit iffy on it right now. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna see what it's worth. But the thing is, uh, with Zelda U, and, and it's kind of like an Activision thing, except Activision isn't as willing to acknowledge it as Nintendo. Is that Nintendo doesn't want the game to be viewed as an open world game? They have openly admitted that when we play the game, we're gonna feel like. Is it's it like that whole like Destiny Bungie bullshit? Where they're like, oh, it's not an MMO, but it basically yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah. That, that that that's that's basically what like Bungie doesn't even say it basically is. They just say it's not an MMO. That's not what it is. Right. Nintendo isn't saying it's not open world. They're just saying that internally they don't they, they don't view it like an open world game. And, and that kind of brings it into the whole realm of what Nintendo associates open world with compared to what fans uh-huh. do. Because open world, I, a lot of people are starting to think that they, they're associating open world with meaning like Skyrim, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. GTA, and, and they don't want those kind of expectations put on the game, but the same time yeah you know they, they've literally everything they've said about the game um and you know and Miyamoto himself even said yeah i don't call it i don't you know we don't want to call it open world but i mean that that is what everyone else is going to call it because that's what it feels like and, th- and that's just kind of 
they don't want it to be like, oh, you're in GTA. No, yeah, they're, they're not going to be like, oh, you're in GTA and you can go everywhere. Two very. They're going to say it's going to feel well, like it. Yeah, the sandbox. The, the, Skyrim is open world. Feels open means that like the player feels like they have any direction right, they can right, take, right. and they choose yeah, to take and, a certain direction. And you know, actually being open world, you know, I, I think that's more like the GTA or Skyrim, where you can literally go anywhere, even if you want to die. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But that's that's limiting in itself because it, it forces the player Fre- to make. See, freedom in video games is always going to be met with some confines. Like you, you can't have unlimited freedom. I think that was the fable problem. Like. Molyneux, like, constantly persisting yeah, that idea, yeah. but it, it ended up being pretty limited in scope. Yeah, and and I think um, that that's kind of what Nintendo's looking out for here. But we don't want to tell you that, you know, it, it's not open world. It, it's just that it's not, you know, don't expect it to literally be um, you see something and you can get to it right this second. You're probably going to have to do something in the game before you can get I don't there. know how crazy I am about um, that, but I, I'll, we'll see how but, it plays but, but out. But see, that, that's... Well, well, that's kind of like they said. There's, there's land beyond yeah, the mountains. Yeah, yeah. You think you're just gonna be able See, to climb over that mountain is, right away and get there? Like you're gonna have to. The do thing something. is, is that okay? I'm sure a lot of people have seen the Ego Raptor sequelitis, and he talked a lot about the uh, being gated off at Death Mountain. And I could see why that'd be bothersome, like, if you want to be a free-roaming explorer. But I really bring that down to his own preferences. I, I personally like. Uh, more, more Zelda games became a lot more linear in progression, but linear isn't exactly a, a negative thing. Like, it's not a bad thing no. that the, you're supposed to let the story no, no, no. like inform you of let your me destination. Speak from the perspective of someone who follows under similar lines, I don't like Wind Waker, ah! and I don't like uh, just the new art style for Wii, Zelda U. Ah! Yeah, I just got ostracized by the entire audience. So, so of the three here, I am the only one that likes the art style, right? I'm just getting that right. Okay, so the thing with the thing with the uh, art styles, I'm always very picky about yeah, my art I've styles with games. <laughs> it's just to the point where a game can look really can be the, one of the best games ever, and I could still just puke because of the way that it looks. Because I'm looking at it the whole time, and that's very important to me. Aesthetics are yeah, very yeah. very important to me in a game because I, I take that as part of the way that the creator is showing me their vision. And it's it's just it's so vital to like the the life of the vision. I'm kind of skeptical with uh, Zelda U's because from what we've seen, it's very similar to Ocarina. Wind Waker. Or not Ocarina. I'm sorry, uh, Wind Waker. In that it's it, the it whole looks like a better t- uh, Skyward Sword look. to me, um, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. It, but that's the thing I, that Skyward Sword kind of like it looks kind of pretty, but also at the same time it was kind of borderline like this is gross. And I feel like Zelda U might be falling into this is gross. I, I really like the cell shaded style because it exerted like this. This it, it almost felt very windy, for lack of a better word. Like, like well, it just felt yeah. very like it, it. It very much matched the theme of the game. But that's my opinion. A windy game can be like Journey. That's, I played through uh, Journey know, and I love the art style. Yeah. I love the way that it feels and the way it looks because it does capture that same yeah. feeling, but in a way that's aesthetic. Yeah, it, it, com- it comes down to kind of personal preference, obviously. Because, um, like, everything in the yeah. game isn't cel-shaded. Yeah. Um, like, like the, the texture on the dock wasn't cel-shaded. The texture on the water outside of when there were splashes being Which game are we talking about? Zelda U in the trailer. Okay. Um, but, like, the, the game... I, I love the art style presented in Zelda U, but I, I wonder if what I love about it is how they were able to take it. I don't care what it's a blend of. People can talk about the Wind Waker. Um, some people have mentioned that Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword are kind of blended in with it too. Whatever. I don't really care what's blended into it because if it's blended, then it's a totally different art style than I've seen before. Yeah, I, I like them all. Like, Adam did make a good point about the, the cel-shaded look. It, it is a little bit recycled in a, in a few yeah. games. I But here's the thing. 
Minish Cap, the official artwork is is Toon Link as we know him, but in game he looks like Young Link yeah. from Ocarina of Time. So it's very confusing. Mm. Like the Four Swords trilogy yeah. all does that. Like it has Toon Link mm -hmm. in the yeah. official art, but in game it's a completely different sprite. And even a Link Between Worlds, and I told this to Adam, and his butt cheeks clenched. Yeah. But uh, a Link Between Worlds was actually going to use Toon Link until they decided that the top down, like the head, didn't really look so great. Yeah, that would have that would have been dis that would have been very yeah. I, I like yeah, I like the way I, he looks. I love Link. It, it's actually funny because <laughs> because because a lot of fans don't like his current head. Uh, there's a uh, there's a phrase that I that I've seen um, uh, uh -huh. the creator of Community say. Hmm. I don't know if I should say this because it's a little you, bit. You uh, can graphic. censor it. I guess. That's okay. Go for it. Our audience is eighteen. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? It's horrifying, but also very clarifying at the same time. Like it, it really humbles you as a person. Uh, yeah. And if that happened, that's how I would feel. I would have just been put in a new perspective. Are you comparing two like, <laughs> yeah. to, to well, graphic? Well, get, 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 okay, okay, we are we are way way off topic. God, of yeah. Um, I reiterate the, the name this name this episode. How the how did we get here? I gave you a warning. <laughs> Bringing this back into Zelda. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, 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 getting the away from the beach I, back into Zelda. You. Yeah, like the, the Zelda. You. Um, the, the one thing, uh, and I don't know if it's so much the art style, um, although it obviously plays a key role in this, um, but the one thing I liked about, at least when it came to the field shot uh -huh. um, and, and seeing it in motion, is that everything felt alive. And it's not just the wind. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, the, it's the cattle grazing. It's the butterflies flying. It, it definitely perfected what Wind Waker yeah, was trying to do, you know, I feel. It, it, it was kind of one of those, I know this world isn't real, and the art style is totally not real, but, but this feels like I'm out of the park it. right yeah. now. But, like, it feels like I am in the real world without this. Like, like the, it almost perfectly encapsulated what they want Zelda to be, I, a fantasy world that we can I relate to I respect it because reality. it's going to age and very well. See, that's a common argument between you know, yes. pixels versus polygons, is that, you know, Metal Gear Solid 1 was a fantastic game, but, God, it's ugly as shit and by, by today's standards. Well, the fact is, is that, like, if you compare that game to, say, um, Ocarina of Time, the original, by today's standards, the Wind Waker could almost, the original in 2003, look like a game that came yeah. out today from an indie studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ocarina of Time does not look like a game that would have came out from an indie studio. See, pixel art never ages. Pixel art is always what it's going to be, you know, but, pix but, yeah. pro but uh, I'm sorry, polygons, you're, you're constantly yeah. going to have better processors, so, so you can up the poly count and, yeah. you know, this and that, and... So it's a ma you have to do again, something you know, with those polygons, you know. Yeah, it, it's all personal preference on what you like or not. But but I, you know, I just think oh, it's I also indisputable. Don't like of time. Oops. It's like indisputable. Dude, how are you that, like that Wind Waker? You hate every game that isn't a link to the past. I just like the top downs. I love Four Swords Adventure. I love Link to the Past. I am in the. There's two different camps. I feel like, and the more popular one right now is the uh, the third person the third person perspective. With the 3D environments, Wind Waker, your Hyrule Warriors, your Skyward Sword, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, etc. And I'm still in the top-down, you know, classic hey, you know, style wrong with that. of Zelda. I like, the pu I like Zelda for the half that's about yeah. the puzzles and the, uh, the combat 
and the open world elements that aren't necessarily totally open, but open enough that it feels I, like I personally I feel like uh, Wind Waker really, really excelled in what Ocarina of Time just couldn't do. Like, going back to the Eagoraptor thing, he said, like, if you found a hole in the, in the ground, you're not going to be taken through a catacomb that, like, leads you to this thing. But in Wind Waker, you could. And as a matter of fact, it's encouraged. You have this giant world that you get to explore. And, you know, it's not exactly... There's a big difference between a world being big as opposed to feeling big. And personally, I prefer when it yeah. falls in a ladder ladder category. And Wind Waker definitely yeah. felt it, it, big, you know. It, it it's one of those things that uh, nobody wants the world to feel big and have the restrictions that previous 3D games right. have. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Twilight Princess is notorious for literally having the, the walls that aren't really there. Invisible walls. The fake walls. Yeah, invisible walls. Uh, Twilight Princess is a crap load of invisible walls. You literally just can't go places because the game won't let you go there. there. There's no there's no reason. Like, if there's a mountain, well, it's pretty obvious that you probably aren't going to be able to climb a 90-degree angle up a mountain unless you have something that lets you do that. I mean, in real life, most of us can't climb a mountain just because we want to climb it. Yeah. Um, so, so it's kind of one of those that, that that's easily understood, and it doesn't feel like the game is hindering you because it, it, it's a feature. These exist, and you can't get past them in real life that easily either. But, like, when the game lets you see stuff, but you can't go to it because it just doesn't want to let you to go there, that I don't want to see in Zelda mm-hmm. U. And I think that that might be what Miyamoto is kind of referencing, is that there's going to be places you can't go, but it's going to make sense. Is that I, when, when A Link Between Worlds was, like, being conceptualized, and they are saying, you know, it's going to have more of an open feel. And it, it did very well. I was concerned, though, because the thing is, is that Zelda games are more story-driven now, and you could take that for a good or a bad thing. I, I personally like it. Uh, but the thing is, is that it's hard to write in a story with such openness, you know? Like, take Wind Waker, for example. Things are supposed to be done sequentially. Like, you're supposed to go to the Great Fish Isle third, so that way you can see that it was actually fucked the whole time. Like, it's supposed to be like, okay, we're going to the next place now. And then that ties into the narrative really, really well. So I was concerned with how they... Well, this this is where I... Uh, th- this is a debate we need to have um, for another time, but I, I just... Well, what's happened, I think, is um, why we play games over the years has changed. Oh, definitely. Like, when, back in back in 86, like we were just looking for a good time. We didn't care if the story made sense. We didn't care if there was a story. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it, something it just, told through the manual. It had to just be fun to play. Yeah. And now like we want fun to play and a story. It, it, it's almost like the early movies that didn't have people talking. Like, Do you release a movie without people talking mm-hmm. today? See, the thing is, is that Zelda now has to compete with the inhibitions oh, that made it so great in the want... 80s. Like, It now has to outclass yeah. that. Yeah, and, and, and that's with the, the modern like, sensibilities. I, I don't know that story matters any more to the development team than it's ever mattered. I think story just matters more to the fans, which is why we just assume it matters. Yeah. Well, I think this is a very yeah. long topic yeah. that we, we could should probably spend, wrap this up. Uh, a I lot gotta, of time really talking about, and we should say, yeah, I um uh to give uh to give my final thoughts on that whole thing is that I think that there's two different camps with that. It's you know the, the story is more important, or the gameplay is more important. And uh, uh, next week's podcast will definitely bring yeah. that up and make up the uh, one of the topics. Uh, but just to wrap things up right now, um, thank both of you, thanks to both of you for uh, coming yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, it was a pleasure and, uh, sharing the podcast. Uh, for those that are listening, for those of uh, you listening, uh, be sure to email us at zeldainformerpodcast at gmail That's zeldainformerpodcast at gmail with any comments, questions, concerns, suggestions, stories, uh, topics you'd like us to discuss. And currently, we are accepting uh, theme song submissions for the podcast. Ooh. Uh, 
So if you have any cool... Do it with the Ocarina. Uh, what, 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 the <laughs> Zelda theme is copyrighted? Really? No, the Zelda theme. Uh, I'd imagine. I'd, I mean, that's... I mean, I didn't think it was a big yeah. enough deal. I thought <laughs> I was the only one that knew about it. What? <laughs> yeah, dude, of course it belongs to the Nintendo. What are you talking about? I thought I owned that. Yeah. I better get Koji Kondo on the phone call. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll be back again next Thursday, uh, possibly with a new cast, possibly some uh, repeats. Yeah, I, um, I, yeah, I may stay, I may everything go. It depends is, on Adam's thoughts. Everything is up in the air. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, Wait, you the said current, you will or you will The current idea is that we'll have... I, okay. I may or may not. I will let the guys know. All right. So, yeah, yep. I guess we're signing off. I was Jake. Uh, I'm just so some much. dude. I'll yep. see you guys Stay later. Stay classy, Zelda. Bye. Bye.